Welcome to Sell Me On It, the show about convincing friends to try things. I'm your host, Tim Pruitt. With me tonight, I have Tony West. What's up? What's up, buddy? And Adam Hill. That wasn't working. Okay, I'm here. Whip. Hello. Hey, guys. Our quality might be poor, as are we. But our spirits are high, and we're here to celebrate the things that we enjoy. So let's get right to it. Adam Hill, man. What have you been into this week, buddy? How's your week been? I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. It, not a whole lot. Um, I started Candleman on Xbox. Have you seen that? Dude, I have. I wanted to buy it on the Switch because it looks interesting to me. It, yeah. it is a fun little game, dude. I like the art style and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's not hard. Uh, at all, you know, it's it's lot levels are real dark. You have ten seconds of light with your candle, but you can just flick it on real quick, just kind of see where you're going. You just gotta light all the candles to get all the achievements. You have to light all the candles in the on the level, which they're usually not very hard to find at all. But it is a charming little game. I I I'm looking forward to playing it again tonight. I think I'm on chapter four or something. Like each chapter has like three to four levels. So, yeah, I've, I've, cool, I've been, I always have to wait until uh, nighttime to play it. So, you know, where it's real. So it has to be real dark. Right, right. So you can so, really make that candlelight work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want nice, that man. sun's reflection. But yeah, so I started that up this week and been playing that. Of course, been playing some Halo still. Uh, dude, one of these, I had two games. On one of them, I was playing SWAT Magnums, which is just the pistols, right? I don't know if you if you remember the halo pistol yeah that's the but, only gun i used pretty much was the halo pistol for the so most part this swat it's swat so it's you know aim there's no motion sensor and it's all there's no shields and you just gotta aim for the head so in swat magnums which you normally don't live for very long right it's real fast paced and it's really easy to die but i end up getting a running riot which is like it, that's 15 kills without dying Good God, dude. So that's hard. So you, that's r- real hard to do in SWAT, but it's even, I think it'd almost be even harder for uh, SWAT Magnums. No joke. So, hey, it seems like uh, having the capabilities of the PC <laughs> is allowing you to really flex your Halo muscle. I, I mean, I play, I've played a lot of SWAT back in the day. I played another game. I went 33 and 15. Dang. Just because so, yeah. I, I, one of our teammates, memory. one of our teammates, yeah, one of our teammates dropped out. So there's just three of us. So there's less people to kill on oh, our team. Geez. And then uh, my other two teammates were garbage. I think they got like two or four kills a piece. So that's why that's how I was able to get 33. Oh, dang. I just but, had that happen to me a minute ago, man. I was playing Rocket League 3v3, which I started playing just a little bit again. I haven't played it for a couple of years, but I was playing with Chris a little bit the other day. And... uh I was playing 3v3, and we got down by, like, three points, so both of my teammates dropped. And you can't... It was in, a like, a ranked match, so if you drop from ranked, like, it penalizes you. Yeah. So I just kept playing. I was like, okay, I'm by myself. In in non-ranked matches, it'll give you bots to play with you, but, like, if your teammates okay. drop in ranked, then, yeah, you have no bots. So it was me against three dudes that were still playing. So we just kind of started having fun together. Like, they were helping me. Like yeah, they hit in like two goals, and then I kind of pulled a fast one on them at the end to, <laughs> to tie it up because we were just playing, and then I I boosted and got one in at the end to tie it up, but they beat me ultimately. But it was fun. Yeah, in SWAT, you can be down a person and be okay just because it's one shot, one kill. You know, if you hit him in the head, right, right. 
but yeah, if you're playing like Slager and it's one v three, I mean they're just gonna you know steamroll you. Yeah, but, no doubt, dude. But yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, I got my new tr- my trigger came in for my AR. I got that and it's completed now. Nice. I need to, I need to send you a picture of it, dude. Cause it's it's of course it's you know it's black, but it's got lots of a uh, two tone purple in it. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I think you'd like it. I had a it's little something the one, to it. It's not the one you've seen. Okay, okay. I did, I had to do another one, but that gotcha. came in. I got a new holster. It came in today. And dude, I end up ordering uh, three books. Let me see. <clears throat> it is the Golden Guide for Weeds, Trees, and Wildflowers, man. Like I told nice. you. Nice. Heck yeah. Get I back out there on weeds. the farm, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. So, Y'all got plans for the next trip out there? Uh, I was wanting to go this coming Sunday, but I don't think we're going to be able to. Uh, but yeah, probably on one of my next days off, I'm going to go back out there and see what I... Now I've got this little, you know, field guide or whatever. Like, yeah, see what you can learn, man. It's first step. That's pretty neat. But appreciate your weeds. Uh, yeah. Oh, one more thing. So this week, uh, there's a song that Story listens to when she's with Lauren's mom. Um, what's it called? It's something with that. What, what are you going to do with that big fat butt, you know? Oh God! <laughs> well, she only listens that to that part. Or like the, you know, <laughs> it can be. It's it's Snoop Dogg and somebody else. I don't know the song. Oh, okay. But uh, Lauren was showing story a picture of Snoop Dogg. That she's like, hey, this is the guy that you know you listen to it with Memo Sherry. And so story was wanting to she, like the next day or two, she was wanting to ask to see the guy, and she's like, I want to see that you know uh, Snoopy Toot. <laughs> so she calls him Snoopy Toot and Snoopy Toot. Nice. Sing about that big fat butt. Yeah, I think it's a bad song, but I think she hasn't heard the the bad parts. He's a man that appreciates a fat butt for sure. I, yeah, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, that's pretty much it for me though, man. It wasn't like I said, it wasn't a very interesting week. Uh-huh. But dude, yeah, I think you would like Candleman. Yeah, dude, definitely, especially and on hey. Switch. Like you said, kind of portable, you know? Right, just pick up and play whenever you want. Because it's not, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not a complicated game or anything at all. Right, right. And hey, if you want, man, I've got um, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style on vinyl if Story wants to borrow it, so. Uh, <laughs> just I'm don't good. let her look at the cover or any of the art. <laughs> yeah. Or listen to any of the songs. <laughs> but, Old right Snoopy on, Toot. Man. Old Snoopy Toot. That's pretty awesome, man. I like it. Heck yeah. I actually bought a book this week as well from former uh, Nintendo guy, Iwata, who passed away. Just a bunch of like quotes and stuff by him. Yeah. Bunch of cool stuff, but right on. Awesome, man. All right, Tony, what have you been into this week, buddy? Anything fun at all? Have you gotten to enjoy yourself one bit? Actually, uh, this past weekend, have you been to Clark Country? Uh, Clark County? Or where was it? It's called Clark Country. It's a dog car place in Shepherdsville. It's out towards Oh, you keep coming in and out, man. You said it's out towards Shepherdsville, though? Yep. Can you find a steady connection anywhere? So it's out out towards Shepherdsville? Yeah, we'll just come back to you, man. I can just cut it in always. If we can get it steady at all. That's out in Shepherdsville. Uh, so we went out there and did that and we had go-karts and they got mini-golf and stuff like that. So, okay, cool. This weekend. 
I finished up the, the mines. They had the finale of that. It was pretty good. Nice, dude. Heck yeah. I still haven't started that show, but I do want to watch it eventually, so. Sick. Okay, yeah, dude. And that place in Shepherdsville sounds pretty fun. It sounds like a Pigeon Forge kind of place or something. So, sick, man. All right, cool. Uh, as for myself, as always, still turn, uh, temporarily unemployed, at least, um, for the time being. So I've just been playing all kinds of games and watching all kinds of things. Um, Returnal finally got updated to the point that it's not crashing and stuff, at least that I can tell. So, it's, dude, it's so fun. It is so fun, but it's PS5 exclusive, so I won't talk too much on it. But it's just a bullet hell with a third-person action game, with super satisfying gunplay. It just feels so good, and they really take advantage of the PS5 controller and the triggers and the feedback and the controller speaker as well. It's it's actually surprisingly spooky for what it is, but it's did, awesome. Did Nathan tell you he bought uh, Celeste? No, did he really? Yeah, I, you nice. just started talking about the speaker, and I was thinking about Towerfall and stuff, the PlayStation speaker. Nice, dude. I, I don't know if he's ever really played any, like, difficult platformers at all, really. Well, I know with that one, if you turn on, what's like, easy mode or something, where you get, like, a triple jump. Oh, really? Like, it, it breaks the game. But, yeah, they released it a little while later, and so you can, like, breeze through it and get all the achievements in, like, just a couple hours instead of, yeah, having to really have to try. Okay, well, as long as he's able to enjoy himself. And I mean, the story's worth experiencing oh, yeah. itself, you know? So it was, yeah, it was a good I'll have to so go back and play game. it again. It was so good, dude. I know you played all the, the tape, the extra yep. tapes and all that, didn't you? I did Heck everything. Yeah, Heck yeah. Yeah, that game was It was, so it was a really good game. I, dude, I bought it the day it came out. I saw it was Matt Makes Games and bought it the day it came out. I know, I don't know. I think I maybe got it off of talking to you about it, or I don't think I got it right away. It might have been a week or two. I'm not sure. But yeah, I know I got it early too because we were I talking about games and stuff. day one. No, because I always just wait until the, you know. It's I hardly ever buy a game ever that's not on sale. All right, and that dude I saw, and the same with Tirefall. It came out, and I spent twenty or twenty five dollars. I think probably twenty five because I bought the DLC. Right after it came off the Ouya and actually came to other platforms or whatever. Yep. Shout out to the Ouya. I was listening to a podcast talking about that this week. Really? It was, just, it was just coming out, yeah. <laughs> it came and it went. Like yeah. a wet fart. It was yeah. gross. But it gross. Ooyah was it was uh not not open source open source. What am I thinking of? I don't remember, man. I do remember vaguely following it, but it was Android. Okay, so it was yeah. So maybe yeah, kinda open source, yeah. Maybe it's okay, maybe it's where but yeah, I didn't realize okay, it was easy all that. to dev for and yeah. yeah. I think that was this whole selling point of it. Yeah, I think it was maybe came out a little bit around the time of like the Raspberry Pis starting off and stuff when people were starting to put a bunch of emulators and things on those. I mean, this podcast I listened to was like from 2012 or 2013. Right, right. So it was yeah. a while back. Those were the days, I guess. Yep. <laughs> right on, man. Heck yeah. Oh, I'm glad he got that. I hope I hope he's able to enjoy it, even if he has to turn that easy mode on. Um, <laughs> Uh, he might not. I don't know, man. He's gotten he's gotten pretty hardened from these Souls games and stuff. He's made a lot of progress without me different times and stuff. So I'm stoked that he's been able to to get into that. Does he um, just have a PS5? Yeah, I think he sold his PS4 to get. The I guess PS5. it's probably backwards compatible though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, if, with PS4. Yeah, and then yeah, but n- not any of the other ones, unfortunately. Uh, but 
and he they, he has a Wii U as well, I think, for the girls. But I think that's it. Um, finished up Pokemon Snap. It was super satisfying. Well, finished it up as in I beat the story, but I mean, there's still extra stuff to do or whatever. But it's just a fun, relaxing game of taking pictures of Pokemon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> play. Uh, we, me and Nathan did play a little bit of Dark Souls two. Uh, once. For like an hour or two so that was pretty fun we got through a little bit extra i already beat the story myself and started on the dlc a little bit but now i've been distracted with returnal and the other game that came out recently resident evil village um resident evil 8 i was gonna wait to get it until psvr 2 so i could play it in vr but i have no self-control at times and <laughs> I went for it because I really loved the last Resident Evil a lot, and it was it's basically Resident Evil Seven and Resident Evil Four combined, which are the two best Resident Evil games by far, and just two really good games in their own right. So, and dude, it's so fun. I I just finished up the first major boss of four, and it was uh, it was awesome. So I've only and, ever played five. Okay, yeah, 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 because we played that, we, didn't we? Yeah, I think we played the whole thing together. We did. We co-opted it. Yeah, dude, that was actually fun, man. That was fun, and it it doesn't ever it. This one doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it's super campy and stuff. Like five was like it's just goofy and weird, but still kind of spooky and you know. Like, and it's six wasn't so supposed fun. to be very good, right? No, not at all. I I actually have not played six. That's the only Resident Evil mainline Resident Evil game I have not played. It's six. I played the demo for it, I remember. Or maybe like a beta or something. It was like one person, a little bit of one person storyline. But yeah, it's supposed to be real bad. So yeah, I never of course I never played seven, but seven's supposed to be really good, isn't it? Dude, it's so good. Especially Biohazard? if you Yeah, if you can ever play it in VR. Because that's yeah. the name for the series over in Japan is Biohazard. Okay. Um, oh, okay. But if you get if you get um if you get VR on PC every man, scary as was... seven, it is so scary. I was watching, can't you know, like what what's so do you know much about graphics cards? Like, like what the TIs are for? I mean, I know they're better, but no, like a lot better because, like, there that guy, well, Linus Tech Tips was doing the what you can, you know, game with to play Half Life Alex because you know, a lot of people were going to upgrade their computers and VR just to play Half Life Alex, right? So he was running a 1060 TI and like okay. I think he had it on medium settings. But like the, the 1060 Ti, I think was actually a little bit faster than a 2070 Super. Oh wow! Yeah, so I, like that, I'm not sure. I know they allocate the resources in different places. Well, I just mean stuff, the Ti. You know, I thought the Ti was just a little bit faster, but maybe not then. Yeah, I think it, I know the the 2080 Ti was like the top dog for a yeah. while. You know, well, yeah, but yeah, I'm I don't know, man. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I've never <laughs> I'm not in that league. I'm still in the triple digits on graphics cards, so. I've yeah, never even I, stepped up to the 10 series, so that's what I was just watching because you know I still want to get it. And I didn't know if the the 2060 could probably run it, but you you have to turn the resolution or not the resolution resolution. You have to turn all the settings down to low, you know. Right, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't. But anyway, so yeah, that's why I was watching because yeah, I still want to get VR, man. Yeah, definitely. I would that would recommend because I know how much you like the first Amnesia. Oh, stuff geez. like just like yeah and how spooky that was on you like this is first person it's the beginning of the game is the real spooky time and then after that it gets kind of campy and just wild but um so like so really if, if you want to 
have your character walk in VR is you it's not like a point and click is it no no uh, there's different settings there's different okay. movement settings for different like that's what he was first doing. start off right i mean there's it's it depends on your level of adaptability to the VR gotcha, yeah. like if it makes you motion sick like you want to have air blowing on you if you can even just having the AC on have a fan really? blowing on you yeah just that helps it helps me a lot like I don't get motion sick like you know ride roller coasters do everything but playing VR there's a couple games that the movement just gets so blurry or so disorienting if it does not quite match up with what your body's doing like if your eyes are seeing it but your body's not doing it then it just kind of flips your head upside down. Like it's just. And so a faster refresh rate games. won't help that then either. I or, mean, I, or, it, or it's really it? about the art style and the movement settings of the game is really what, I mean, I think the refresh rate would help just with the smoothness. Cause if there's right. blurring, then that will kind of make you lose focus with your eyes and kind of make you dizzier too. But yeah, it's really about the, the movement settings because there's like you can like what he was doing was like click to teleport probably pretty much and, yeah and teleport like i play skyrim vr on the playstation 4 with the, with the click to teleport because the movement in that game was just bothering me and like you can change the range of like how much you turn every time you turn your stick and stuff and like you'll find a comfortable setting uh and you want you'll want to spend time like honing in like ma matching up your eyes exactly with where they need to be because there's like all kinds of calibration settings and stuff you can do with the VR and it's worthwhile to go through all the settings to make yourself like as comfortable as possible because it can definitely be uncomfortable and disorienting. Like I had a couple games that I couldn't play more than 15 minutes and most games I could play for friggin' hours and be fine. Um, played a couple really good games on that PlayStation VR and that quality was pretty low compared to most PCs. So, but yeah. So definitely worth looking into the settings and stuff on there. But Okay. And yeah. he's he did say that he it's almost worth getting the Valve index just for the control or if you could just buy the the controller separate like cuz it has those little uh hand straps so you can actually let go and you know that the controller you you're still holding the controller it's still strapped to your hand like a Wii like, remote or whatever. With a little yeah yeah well kind of but it's yeah basically like that. Yeah. There's a strap. So like, trap, yeah, because with the valve index, with that half-life Alex, like you can control each individual, well, the first finger, maybe the two middle fingers, the pinky separate, but you get to like take your hand off. And he said that those straps, the, and the controllers were well worth it. If you can't buy the whole thing, gotcha. I, don't, I bet you the controllers can't. I think what he was saying is the index is worth it over the other headsets just for the controllers alone. Just because of how good they are. Because there's if if you yeah if you want to play you know a a triple A game like Half Life Alex right yeah right right so. like, yeah and I definitely want to play it eventually for sure so right on man um let's I mean I've I've watched and played all kinds of things I finally watched the Disaster Artist which is the movie about uh, Tommy Wiseau the guy who made the Room um I don't know which. If you have never seen The Room, I recommend it. It's the best worst movie ever. Um, and he's just a very interesting guy. And this movie, James Franco is the lead. He plays Tommy Wiseau. And his brother actually plays the second lead. But um, I don't like James Franco at all. But this movie was actually really good. So, yeah, I think Tony actually recommended it. Maybe Tony or Lee. Somebody did, but it's good. Yeah, I think we'll talk about it last week. 
Right, right. It's good, dude. I I liked it a lot. I watched it, so I enjoyed it, and it gave a lot of new insight into the room and into the man himself. He's a mysterious figure of hey. Eastern European descent, but or New Orleans, if you listen to him. But <laughs> he's an odd guy. But yes, yeah, like I said, I've been uh, watching, uh, playing Rocket League some. I played Fractured Minds on the Xbox Game Pass. I don't know if I talked uh, to you about that, Adam. It was free on the Game Pass or whatever. And it's like an hour game, an hour long game or something. It's super trying, short. Trying to think. I think I know which one that is. It's pretty good, man. I liked it for what it was. I mean, it's just a little walkthrough, you know, kind of clicking around game. Just it's just meant to tell a story. Basically, it's just a vehicle to tell a story. But the story is pretty worthwhile. And I enjoyed it for what it was for a free, very quick game. I'd say a lot of people probably just play it for the easy achievements or whatever, because I got all the achievements in like an hour. So, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a dollar ninety nine on Steam. Thing. Is it? OK. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's free on Game Pass. So, I mean, it was it was fun. It was a small download, too. So I'd say if it's an hour long, that's yeah, that's why people play it. Right. Um. And uh, Nathan actually recommended Miller's versus the Machines to me, which is a new movie on Netflix. And we, I watched it with the kids. We all watched it, and it was actually really good, man. It's a cartoon, but it's uh, there's some comic book styling and stuff because the lead character's a comic book artist. Basically, she draws a lot and makes a lot of short films and stuff. Um, but it was cute, man. It was a good movie. I liked it. Highly recommend it if you have kids and Netflix. Yeah, eighty-five percent of the people who've bought it have yeah finished it. So at What's that, 80, fractured 000, minds? on on right. on Xbox. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So. It's it's an easy complete for sure. And it's fun. Yeah. Um The Adventure Zone, the podcast with the McElroy family. Yeah. Yeah. Their their live play podcast or whatever. Or not live play, because they do edit it and add music and all that. So their actual play podcast, I think it's called. Right now it's a D and D podcast again. They've played yeah. a couple different like board games, tabletop games. And told stories through them, but it just started back. Um, I didn't care too much for the last season. I kind of fell off it pretty early because uh, it was just a different format that I didn't care for. But starting back up, it's pretty interesting. So they've only got two episodes out so far, but I'm into it. I like. Are they it, still but... doing the Trolls podcast? No, they only did that. They actually got in Trolls too, um, in a couple roles. They each got a couple couple different lines in Trolls too, as different minor characters. So. And they made friends with this dude, Ron Funches, who is hilarious. So he's been on the podcast a couple times now on Mobim Bam. So, but, um, yeah, so I'm psyched on that, man. I like the Adventure Zone. Their first couple arcs are really good. And this one is starting off kind of slow because it's they're playing a different game other than D&D. They're playing something called The Quiet Year to just do like world building and stuff. And then they're going to get into the actual playing 5e again. But so I'm psyched on that. Um, I watched The Shape of Water, finished it up last night, which is a weird movie. Uh, did you ever watch Pan's Labyrinth, Adam? Yeah. Mm -mm, no. No. It's the same dude that made that, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. It's just a woman that's in love with, like, a Aquaman I, fish, fish yeah, thing. I know what you're talking about. Right. Like the deep from the boys, but more aqua, less human. More aqua. Um, Aqualy. Yeah. More aqua than aqua. But he, uh, so it's it's weird. It was pretty good. It was really just a love story or whatever, but a weird one. So I mean, it was all right. The monster design and stuff was pretty cool. It was pretty slow, but it was okay. 
Um, yeah, we just finished up season two of Twin Peaks. Started the movie today. Still stoked on it. I got a drum practice pad. I've been playing the drum practice pad at least since I don't have a drum set. Just Speaking to of drums, work on, on do you know that. who Gary Wilson is? Oh, that name sounds kind of familiar, but no. Music for drums. I saw this a couple of days ago and thought of you. Hmm. What is it? Uh, like a series or something? Uh, I'm. <laughs> you have to go to YouTube. Gary Wilson, Music for Drums, 1994. Okay. He's a strange dude. Okay. Look into that. I think you'd like yeah. that. I haven't watched any drumming videos or anything because I don't have. I don't drums, think it's. So it'll just make me bitter. But that's not exact. I'm. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's just an album or something. I don't know. It makes weird. me a song. I, it's. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I'll look into it. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Just been listening to some old favorite records and stuff. And Love, Death, and Robots season two just came out. So I've watched the first two episodes of it already. It just came out today. So they're super short, like 10, 15 minutes. So, yep, that's it for me. But we'll close right. this section out and get into our main section. Sell me on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Sell Me On It. Get into the main section of our show here where we sell each other on it. Our main topic of the week. First up, Tony West. What do you got to sell us on this week, man? So, I think I talked last week about trying to get an Invincible trial. So, I watched uh, the first two episodes of that, and I don't know, man. I can't get into it. Um, but I did find another show that's kind of similar on Netflix called Jupiter's Legacy. And it's a preview for that. You're still cutting out a little bit, man. What's it called? Something Legacy. I got that. Jupiter's Legacy. Jeepers Legacy? Oh, Jupiter's Legacy. Okay. I'll just translate as I can. <laughs> um, dude, <laughs> agreed on Invincible, though. Yeah, dude. I, like I said, I watched that first episode. I couldn't get into it. So it's just, yeah, it does not seem great. The writing is just not there. But yeah, so Jupiter's yeah. Le- Okay. So Jupiter's yeah, so Legacy? Yeah, so it's kind of, it's almost not the exact same premise, but basically a Superman type has two kids and uh, they're both not really good on superheroes and it's kind of weird because it flashes back because it's from the Great Depression so it kind of flashes back to uh, that and kind of explaining I guess his origin story and then back to the present where like other super bad stuff's going on but I'm like three or four episodes deep it's average pretty interesting it's kind of different so I definitely recommend giving a chance if, uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Okay. Sounds interesting, then. Well, cool, man. Right on. How many episodes? Is it just one season so far, or is it, is it an ongoing thing, oh, yeah. or has it been out for a while? I think it I think it came out not too long, and I think it's one season. I think there was like, I think there was like 10 or 11 episodes. I'm not very far into it. I think I'm three or four. Okay. Well, cool, man. So based on the things you know that I like of, of superheroes, do you think I would enjoy it at all? Or do you think Adam would yeah. love it? I think you'd like it uh, because it's not like straight up like 
it's more about the like law of bouncing and like dealing with uh not being so great about Superman. Um, there's some weird elements to it. Like there's one guy that has a basically it's like a uh, okay, like a, it's not really a magic it's not like a magic one, it's like this like cylinder thing he holds and he can just be like home and he'll like trans teleport to home. So he doesn't really have actual superpowers but he has that. Um, okay. And the game was stuff. It was really interesting too because like the uh, the main character is like kind of going crazy, and like in the in the future present, whatever, he's he's like the Superman, so he's he's called the utopia. He's like the everybody he's crazy and everything, but then he goes back to the park. Sean's just a regular dude. He's like got real problems, and he's like going off the deep end a little bit. So it's pretty interesting. That's so like. One of the main villains is like not CGI, he's like actually like a regular costume, and he's kind of weird looking, but I kind of like it because it's kind of like old school. Instead of just being like some big CGI monster, so I think you do. It's, it's a little bit of Watchmen in a weird way. Reminds you of what in a weird way? Watchmen. Oh, okay. Okay. Like not the same story, but just like the tone kind of reminds me of the Watchmen. Right, it just kind of feels like it, vibe-wise. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool, man. I'm interested. I'll probably watch that at some point. So, I, th- I think you would just watch the first episode and see what you think. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, if I don't get to it this week, I'll ask you about it again next week and see if you've made it through there. So, I can, if it, see if it's worthwhile to dive all the way in. Right on. Sure. <laughs> well, heck yeah, dude. Sweet. We made it through that. All right, Adam Hill. What have you been into this week, man? Uh, okay. Well, you mean what I want to sell you on? Yes, I do mean. What do you want to sell me on? So, if you think about it, flutes are just musical sticks. What about That's not what I'm... flutes? No. Anyway, so I, uh, what I want to bring this this week, which is someone that you know of, Timmy, but I know you probably not dive too deep into it, kind of like spitting. Remember them or him? Yeah, I know all else, all else failed. All else, oh man, yeah. classic. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. He's a strange dude. He, he it's got that kind of like that. What's that other me without you? Or or yeah. or, uh, or what you call it? Um, clap your hands, say yeah. He just has that kind of different type of voice, right? Right, right. So he's all very the, pitchy all over the place. He's yeah, he's supposed to, he's like super emotional. I mean, it's like I think he Definitely. put out he put out 10 albums in like 7 years. Man, that's a productive streak. That's well, admirable. Until you listen to some of his stuff. Well, I mean, for him at least maybe he's happy with it. I'm sure but, there are some people that are happy with it. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of good songs. Like All Else Fails, uh Little Time Bomb, Let's see, hum, hum, shuffle, hum, shuffle, kick a tune. I mean, there's tons, and he has a ton of CDs. And it, it, to me, it's the type of CD you just you just put it on, and let it play, right? Because it's the songs are just all over the place. He's I mean, an interesting looking guy too, if I remember. Right? He's he's yeah. <laughs> ben, uh, what's his name? Ben Gibbard. <laughs> no, no, uh, I can't find him anymore now, but. Anyway, I, I yeah, kind of like spitting. Uh, another really good song is "Born Beautiful" off of "Bridges Worth Bridges Worth Burning." 
That was the very first song I'll ever listen to from him. Okay. Warm Beautiful. It's two minutes, 19 seconds. But yeah. yeah, he's got a ton of CDs. I think he would, well, I think you might like it. I don't know. Like I said, he, some of his stuff is just kind of just, just like filler, you know? Right. It's just like, oh, there's like two good songs out of 14 on the CD. But if you, if you take it for what it is, where he's just like, you know, writing all of his feelings and emotions, you know, into a song, you can kind of appreciate it a little bit more, but. Definitely, man. At least enjoy the, yeah, the emotion behind everything he's doing. Yeah. And feel it. I think he was on Bar Sook Records for like the longest time. Okay. I know there's been a few cool bands on that record label. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they're all bad. I think uh, Death Cab was on there for a little while. Okay. But I did like I Will Fall You Into the Dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whose work has drawn comparisons to Elliot Smith, Mark uh-huh. Etzel, I don't know, Billy Bragg, and Robert Pollard. Okay. I like Billy Bragg and I like Elliot, Elliot Smith. Smith. So, okay. Right yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I do like that one song a lot. So, yeah. All else fails. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of and see that like that's a little bit that that is a better song of his. Like the rest, some of them are just not very good. If you've but, heard any of the songs I've ever sang on, then I can relate to him. <laughs> so I think I might enjoy his music, and he's certainly better than I could ever be. So I think you would. I don't think there's much on Amazon Music though. I know I think there's like oh. one CD on Unlimited. I can find him on YouTube or something. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty on, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, oh. there's, I think there's maybe only even one song on, on Unlimited. Dang. No, I don't know how that works, if it's up to the artist to get their music up on there. Yeah, I don't or know. Like a label or... No. But I was going to bring a video game. I was like, well, no. I was listening to some of his songs earlier this week. And I mean, there, there's a couple good ones in there, like I said. You got to dig for them, though. Right, right. But oh, there's a lot of art. Well, there's, yeah, there are a lot of artists like that. That there's only a couple you can really get into. But he is somebody I've always had on a list to check out more. Is it? Does he of, ever play with any? Yeah, kind of like spitting. Just yeah, just from he, that song and you talking about him. He does. He has a, a an actual band, but he also does a lot of just single uh, acoustic stuff as well. You know, where he's just out there screaming his heart out. Right. I mean, dude, it's good therapy. That's for sure, and it's free. So that's uh, that's the best kind. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've done music for. So just to but, get it out there, right yeah. on, man. He's worth cool. checking out if you can find some stuff. I'm sick. Kind of like spitting. I wonder where that name came from. Just from how he felt when he was singing. <laughs> I don't. I don't kind know. Of like spitting. Maybe he thought he was like spitting some verses, like rapping, you know? I don't know. Like Snoopatoot? Like Snoopatoot, exactly. Precisely. Ben Barnett. Ben he's Barnett. A, he's a strange looking fella. What a man. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. Well, cool, man. I've got an oldie as well. Um, well, as far as something that I was into pretty good at one time um, for this week. I've got a show for probably the first time called Nathan for you. It's a guy named Nathan Fielder. It ran on comedy central, I think from like 2013 to 2017 or something. I don't know. I didn't see it till 
a year or so late after it was done. Um, but dude, it is so funny. It's four Aiden seasons for you, American yeah. docu series. Yeah, it's it's posed as like a documentary, and you like it's one of those things where you're never really for sure if like anybody's in on it or not. But each episode, he like goes to a business. Think of it like have you ever watched any of what's that guy's name? Gordon, the chef guy, Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey, yeah. Any of the shows where he like goes to like save a failing restaurant yeah. or hotel or whatever. It's kind of like that, like where he goes to like a business and he's like tries to help them like bump oh, okay. up their numbers or whatever, like come up with some like weird marketing campaign or you know something strange to do or whatever. But really, the big reason, I mean, his ideas are pretty wild, and actually some of them ended up gaining national attention and nobody knew if they were like legit or not. But, um, he's just really has a really absurd, awkward sense of humor. Cause he's just, and a lot of it's like very personal to him. Like he plays the character so well because it's very much like himself of just like a really absurd, awkward, like he just has an, a different way of thinking, you know? Well, it says, is Nathan for you autistic? Is Nathan yeah, yeah. for you mean? Is Nathan for you funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's very unique. It's a very unique show. And it's very uh Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim, Tim and Eric, they actually helped like produce the show, I think. Okay. So I mean it's kind of a weird, like absurdist kind of humor or whatever, but I mean it's very much like Nathan Fielder. That's him. Like it seems like everything else that I've ever seen of him, like he seems like a nice dude and he's a little bit he's putting it on just a little bit for the show, like just playing up the weirdness just a little bit, but it it's very centered in his own personality, but I I took a quick clip from the wiki of just it says the series centers on Nathan Fielder, portrayed by a real life na- by his real life la- namesake, a business school graduate and a consultant whose aim is to help struggling businesses. So like I was saying, you know, like the Gordon Ramsay approach. Right. Um, his marketing proposals are often outlandish and elaborate. Like he just does some really weird off the wall stuff with their. With their stuff, but then he also had a couple major, um, like I said, a major things. Like he made a fake Starbucks, and I think he just called it Dumb Starbucks, <laughs> and like opened it up like across the street from a Starbucks, wherever he was in like San Francisco or something. And he was he legally had it declared as an art installation, just so he wouldn't get sued because it was like under fair use or whatever. Um, but he was actually like successfully selling coffee and stuff. <laughs> And just everything was called like dumb frappuccino and whatever. And like it was successful, like it was fully successful. But it's just like, it's just like really dumb, funny stuff like that. Or just really, you know, off the wall, absurd stuff. And it's just really, it's, it's awesome, man. Um, it's just all about his social awkwardness. And he just gradually kind of gets more and more like down on himself. And it gets like a little bit dark sometimes and stuff. And it's just, it's the genre awesome. is cringe comedy. Right, because I mean, and it's like you feel bad for the people <laughs> right, in him right. sometimes and stuff because it's just like so weird, but it's still like so worth watching because it's just so unique. It's it's really critically acclaimed. I don't know how well it did commercially, right, or, right. you know, I don't know how many people watched it on Comedy Central, but in the initial run, but dude, it's just it's so good. Um, so there's four seasons and 32 episodes. Right, so it's not a huge, it's not a huge ask, you know. Thirty-two episodes is not a ton. Now, where, where can I watch this? Each one is at? completely different. 
Um, I don't know, man. I know at one time it was on Hulu or Netflix. I can't remember. We watched it on something. I think we watched it on Hulu at the time. Here, I can just look it up, can't I? Yeah, there's. And there might yeah, be uh, like it's a, on Hulu. Yep. Okay. Prime Sweet. Video, Amazon Prime Video. Sweet. Dude, it's highly that. recommended. I know uh, Comedy Central's cooperated with a lot of streaming platforms to get a lot of their stuff out there, so it's been pretty cool. But dude, it's highly recommended. He's just he's really funny and I mean it I think it'd be up your alley, especially you know, just some weird comedy. Like, you know, you're not super into like cartoons or anything like that. Like it's just a live action weird comedy. And every episode's completely different because he like goes to a different business or whatever. So and, now what it, so who okay, Nathan Fielder. Is he like is he funny in real life? Yes. Yeah, dude. He's I think he's very funny. Okay. He's one of the few, yeah, he's one of the few people that I find really, really funny. But, okay. um, yeah, highly recommend well, I'm it. I'm interested in it now. Yeah, dude, just, just check it out. And, I mean, if it seems super weird, it's because it is. But, but just, like, you know, just watch a couple episodes and see how you feel about it. Because I highly recommend it. This was back in 2013 when it first came out. Right, yeah, I think it was 13 to 17 was the run for okay. seasons. I think the very last episode is, like, I think it was, I can't remember. It was like the very last episode. It was like a Pamela Anderson book signing and he like tries to kidnap her with like a bag and stuff. Um, it says it got sure. canceled because it took uh, Nathan so long to finish an episode. Right. I think more... he's kind of elaborate. Right. Well, it got more difficult as the show went on to avoid the fact that Nathan wasn't just some random awkward marketing expert. So yeah, right. I guess it, it put a lot of thought into it, you know. Yeah, I guess it may, it probably, especially off the, the couple things, because they made a video where, like, uh, what was it like, I think a pig saved a baby goat, like, but they staged it to where, like, this baby goat looked like it was stuck in this track, or it looked like it was stuck in the water, but really it was on, like, a little track under the water, and they had this pig, like, save it, and they just staged this viral video just to get, drum up some business for this, like, petting zoo or something. Oh and, yeah, so and it that. went viral. So like he like they had several things that got really popular. So when that happened, yeah, I bet it was hard for him to not be recognized and stuff. Heading zoo hero. Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty absurd. I think that might be like the very first episode. Second episode of season one. Okay, yeah, dude, it's it's well worth watching. It's just dumb so Starbucks. Weird. The movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yep. moving company. Okay. Yep. It's all about yeah, not getting paid to move stuff. That's what it was. The movement. They just it's like they just worked it as a as a workout routine. It's like a free exercise thing to go move people's stuff. So he he was getting like free labor from people basically. So to go to just be his movers or whatever. But yeah, dude, it's it's just really funny. He's he's an interesting man. So highly recommended. Yeah, I yeah, I wrote it down. I, I will check this out. All right, man. Well, I think we have possibly lost Tony for the last time. I'm not sure, man. He's struggling. Hopefully that connection will be solid next week. He's got that Ethernet cable coming in. So, But we will close this section out and get on to the end. Welcome back to Sell Me On It here with me and Adam. Double teaming it for the finale here. Let's close it off with our new bag of hammers. A wacky bag of two hammers at this time. But two the hammers. wackiest hammers. Two hammers. Double sided hammer. 
That's just a mallet. That's just a mallet. Oh, I mean one on each side. And a claw face in opposite direction, so it's always dangerous whichever direction you're swinging it. Okay, I got the handle, I the handle's it. really short. So why? Why is it so short? <laughs> it's basically a, in a circle around your hand. The hammer. It's hand. basically a shuriken. It's basically eat my shuriken and die. <laughs> exactly. If that's not narrow casting to our audience of two, then I don't know what is. Oh man. Okay. Well, sweet. Are you excited about anything in this coming week to check out? You going to get out there on another nature walk soon, like you said? I or? want to, yeah. I, I do want to finish Candleman. Like I said, I don't know. I just I look forward to playing it. It's Heck yeah, dude. I think yeah, I think you'd like it because I I've just been playing Halo the campaigns. And I was like, I really want to play a game, I, and I forgot that, or I remembered that I bought Candleman. The not the it came with the DLC. I forget what it was called. What yeah, game of the year edition or whatever, but. So I started playing it at night. But what I'm looking forward to as of right now, um, nothing really right now. Just to finish this and me and Story have been waiting for the update on, what do you call it? Wobbly Life to come out. Oh, is there there one in progress right now? It's supposed to be like every month or have supposed to have a big update. And it's been a a little bit. He, He says he releases it on the 9th. And sometimes he's a little bit late, but me and Story have kind of done mostly everything you could do in the game besides just run around and drive cars around now, you know. Gotcha. So, but besides that, no, I mean, there's not really anything. Just enjoying, you know, not having homework. Heck yeah, dude. Take your time off from school while you can. What about you, man? Is uh, is Story out of school yet? Uh, I think next week. I think it's her last week. week. That's what Amelia's is too. I think Tuesday okay. is her last day. So I think the twentieth. Yeah, I think it's story. Of course, we're over here in you know Georgetown. Right, right. Heck yeah, dude. Right on. Uh, for me, pretty much the same thing, man. Just keep checking out the things I've been checking out: Resident Evil, Returnal. Um, probably play some more Monster Train. I think my Game Pass runs out in like nine or ten days or something because reminders have started popping up saying, "Oh, hey, you need to renew this or whatever." But I'm not going to. Man, I wish they released Splunky 2 already on Xbox. Yeah, I wonder if he's even working on that. I check it every now and then. I don't know, man. Dude, I have not played that game in quite a while. I made it to like the third or fourth biome of... I don't know how many there are, but it is a... Oh, hold on. We got an update. Oh, really? It's back in February. Derek, you... Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, it is Derek Hugh. Cross-play between Steam and PS4. Never mind. Ah, you might end up just having to get it on Steam, man. If it never comes to Xbox. Surely it will at some point, though. Yeah, I mean, he said he he would. How about, how do you feel about that Bethesda deal, man, with Microsoft? Like, all the Bethesda games. They're all going to be exclusive now? I don't know, man. They're all on Game Pass, though. Are they? Every Bethesda game, just about, it seems like, at least. All the more modern from like 360 to Xbox one and whatever are all on there. So, but yeah, I wonder if some of them will be exclusive. I can't imagine the major franchises like elder scrolls and fallout no, would be not. maybe some lesser things, or maybe they'll bring back some older things in like an arcade form or something, but it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I was wanting to play enslaved Odyssey to the West. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because I was wanting to play something while I have no homework. So I have Kingdom Come, 
Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided, or Far Cry Four. I was wanting to kind of play one of those. But have you played? Is that the second? Yes, of the on newer Deus Ex. Okay. Yes. What was the first one? Human Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. I played that and dude loved it, man. I was gonna say I thought you really enjoyed it, didn't I you? I really enjoyed it. That's why I went out and bought this one. I bought the season pass first, and then I bought this. I bought that up in Columbus for like I put a five few bucks. hours into. Nice, dude. I put a couple hours into Human Revolution, but I, I didn't make it far enough in to, to really click with it. I don't think. Yeah, I really, I was really digging it, man. No, nice. but now by the time I finish up this, I mean, I've got what a month. I might have time to play. I say I have like I have like a month. No, I think it starts like June seventh is when my classes start back up. Oh, jeez, man. I think. Is it so, a full load even starting then in June? Or? No, it's just one class. It's just okay, summer just one class. class. Okay, okay. It's like what is it? It's world economics. Oh gosh, that'll be fun. Well, it is the summer class, so it's like it's done in eight weeks. So I guess right, it's a little so bit it's more. Fast paced, and they cover you know a lot at one time. Right, be accelerated heavily. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But that's why I was wanting to play something, something a little bit bigger beside you know besides these little short games. So I was wanting to play Far Cry Four. Dude, it's good. I really did. You play three? Yes. Okay, I really I like played... three. Four is just like even more of you're three, right, pretty much. Just more yeah. polished and streamlined and whatever. But... I've got the season pass for Far Cry Four. Just don't get five. I hate five, but really, wait a minute. Five, okay, yeah. five is the that's well, that's the second the newest one, right? I never did. Did you ever play Primal? Yes, actually, I put uh, probably like fifteen hours into it or something. I enjoy it. I still have it, but that's one game. I always I can't ever find it on sale. That and uh, did you ever play Recore? No, I know what you're talking about though. Like it's always like super cheap digitally. And there is a they did they do sell it physically, so that's why I haven't bought it. Gotcha, gotcha. I know I, I never, probably broke down and have kind of a split of. I have still mostly buy all physical, but like sometimes the physical editions don't come out till later on, or they're like a limited run thing or something for a lot of the games that aren't like a triple A game or whatever. So I've broken down and bought a fair few digital games that do have a physical edition. Yeah. A lot of like smaller games and stuff. Well, but, yeah, but I, yeah, I never can find Recore at all. Hmm. Yeah, I think well, I think you would like Primal. It's it's rad. There's no English in it at I'll all. I'll say like, yeah, they're supposed language, to but. communicate a story without. I don't know about spoken word, but yeah, whatever known words, whatever you want to call it, like you said, English. Right. Yeah, it's their. I think it's like their own made up language, yeah. Elvish or something, maybe. But no, uh, probably not. It's Elvish. not that. Yeah. People would have translated that. They may have translated whatever is said in there. I don't know if there's a guide for that. I I wasn't that into it, but the actual gameplay was fun. So a lot of a bow hunting and stuff. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah. Right what about on, you man. though? Did you already say what, say what you're looking forward to? Or yeah, you? I mean just same stuff I've been doing still. Yeah, Resident Evil, Returnal. Um, looking forward to finishing up the Twin Peaks movie, so then we can watch all the deleted scenes from the movie. <laughs> And then move on to the the new series that came out in 2017. It was like 25 years later, which is weird because they like they laid the seeds for it being 25 years later in the first and second season oh, yeah. even of this. Yeah, in like 1990, 91, they were talking about like, oh yeah, like 
you know, this will be in 25 years or whatever. We'll come back. We'll see you again. And then they did. So I don't know if David Lynch playing that all along with Mark Frost or what the dudes that made it, but pretty weird. But yeah, I'm probably just going to watch a bunch of David Lynch stuff because I've never seen Mulholland Drive. I've never seen Blue Velvet. David Lynch. Um, what's the... He's, that, what's, he's, what is, what, what's Dark Horse or whatever? Is that what he does? Dark Horse is a is a comic publisher. David like Lynch. What, what, what was the CD me and you have? Was that David Lynch? Uh, probably not then if he's a filmmaker. No. What was... Uh, Kanan Lynch too. That was the no, CD. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't what's a Dark Knight of the Soul? Man, I can't remember. Uh, Danger Mouse. Okay, never mind. Sparkle Horse. That's what I was thinking of. Sparkle. <laughs> what Dark was that Horse. one? The the God and the Queen. What was that? The Good, the Bad, King and the of Queen. Care Flowers. Yep, that's what it was. You're the hotel. Good, the Bad, and the Queen, or something. I can't remember. Oh well. Whatever. It's all fun. Just enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm excited to watch these other six episodes of Love, Death, and Robots because, man, it is a really good show. Did you watch the Animatrix ever? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, dude, if you liked it, you would like this show. You would like this show because it is very, like, dark, future-y, weird, but just cartoon, you know, weird cartoons by a bunch of different creators, all different styles and stuff, and they're all super short. So I think you would legitimately like it. It's only on Netflix, though. Cause it's their oh. it's their show or whatever. Okay. But whenever you get Netflix back, like I said, season two just came out. I'm kind of sad because ten se- uh, ten episodes less than season one, but right. I guess it was hard for them to find people, or I don't know. I don't know why it's shorter, but I'm sad. I hope they keep making more of it. Did you ever? You probably haven't seen the Witcher show either, have you? No, man. Dude, I, never, I actually I, really enjoyed it. Really, yeah. I, I was wondering yeah. if it was any good or not. It was it was well regarded. It was actually really enjoyable, in a similar vein to like Game of Thrones, the good parts of Game of Thrones and stuff. It was similar to that with magic and stuff, more magic and stuff. But it was pretty rad, man. All Have right. you seen Donovan lately? No, I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, there's a new video by David from David Lynch. It was directed by David Lynch. Are you kidding? That is amazing, dude. He I looks- love Donovan. I love David Lynch. Look at look it up. I am the shaman. I am the shaman. I'll look it up right now. That sounds sick. He looks not what I thought he'd look like. Oh, never mind. It. Oh, so he had a tattoo on his forehead, but I guess it's not real. Oh, okay. That'd be interesting. I mean, he has to be quite old. He's old though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's sick. Yeah, huh. I did, I'm watching a little preview of it right now. I'll listen to it here in a minute. Nice. Heck yeah. I didn't know, man. I'm glad he's still able to do music. That's cool. So, I mean, that was, he was what, in the 60s, wasn't he? Uh, here's Live in France, 1966, Sunshine Heck Superman. Yeah. Dude, he, oh man, Donovan is so good. Season uh, of the Witch. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, heck yeah, I'm glad you just told me about that. Hey, it just came out like five days ago, too, it looks like. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's directed by David Lynch as well. So there you go. That's sick, man. Well, look it up, Donovan. I am the shaman. <laughs> it's relevant. I'm glad you knew about that. However you knew about that, I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, David Lynch. Watch Twin Peaks. Listen to Donovan. That's all you need. All right. All right, man. We'll close it out. Thanks for joining me tonight, buddy. All right, dude.
All right. And thank you, Tony, wherever you are. I hope you're okay. <laughs> See you, man. See you, buddy. Oh, hi, the goals fly. 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 Oh, hi, the goals fly.